0: And we're back with Butt Naked Hallmark. After quite a year of no episodes, I'm so glad to be here with you, Patty, to start off the Christmas season. How have you been?
1: Hey guy and hello to all our listeners. Clearly, we've been living life. Chingai and I, I mean, we started this podcast in the middle of the pandemic, and as you can see, it's probably over by now because life has gotten back in the way, and Tsingai and I have been a bit busy with a lot of different things. And now we wanted to make sure, though, that we would not forget the essence of what makes it Hallmark, and that is our Countdown to Christmas and Miracles of Christmas recap. Because what is a Hallmark movie if not a Christmas movie? And we cannot let go of, watch 40-plus new movies this year, uh, even if we did not do anything this whole 2023. (laughs) we had to make sure that we would be here for the holidays in shanghai i mean we have got three to discuss this first round mhm mhm and i have to say it's not terrible so that's a good thing merry christmas <laughs> i mean what what a
0: way to ease back in to the hallmark channel these these are three pretty good movies to start the christmas season with i think
1: you, um, I am in full agreement, and you know how we always grade on a curve on But Make It Hallmark, so we have to come from somewhere, and so we have to start with our least favorite of this week. It is called Under the Christmas Sky from Countdown to Christmas, starring Jessica Parker Kennedy and Ryan Paby. So Kat is an esteemed astrophysicist who is scheduled for her first trip into space next year until an accident grounds her while on leave, coming terms with the reality that her dream of being an astronaut is over. She volunteers at the local planetarium. There, she is paired up with by the book David. So we're going to exhibit opening right before Christmas. Will the stars align to bring these two together at the holiday? Will it, Chingai? Well, <laughs> <laughs> like I mentioned, this is not a bad movie. Um, but it was also one of my least favorite of the three. And that makes me a bit disappointed because it is a Ryan Paisley movie. And ever since throwback, like time travel, Kate and Leopold type, Hallmark movie he did with Aaron Cahill a couple a of years back. A Timeless Christmas. Yes, A Timeless Christmas. I've kind of had high hopes for this man and he has not quite delivered year on year. and this year is, I guess, no different. But I, I feel like it was wasted his potential. It's not terrible though and like, I wasn't angry at it. I did not turn my back to it. I watched all the movies this year, in fact, on one X without any choice because I watched on the app and on the app you can't um, on the Friendly TV app, you can't speed it up. So, oh, well, I guess it's one extra everyone. But it wasn't bad. Some, I guess, good points in a way were that this, the brother of the lead girl, so Jessica Parker Kennedy, Cap, Cap's brother, was actually quite charming. And I don't know if it was just me, but in the beginning, I know it was a Ryan Pavey movie, but in the beginning of this movie, they show her brother picking her up from like a doctor's appointment. And at that point, it had not yet been revealed that he was the brother. And so I had a feeling he was a brother because I know it's Ryan Baby, But for a let's second there, I'm like, oh, is this the ex-boyfriend? Or you know, the ex-boyfriend to D, because they had chemistry, and this guy has chemistry with everyone. Even the uh, I, I was actually looking forward to his like little vignettes with the museum girl because they were cute, and I would not mind having more of this. Yeah, the brother and the girl were not terrible. I was thinking maybe I don't know if it's just this girl, but like. Alvina August would she have been good in this Mm -hmm. I don't know i watched her as an astronaut but also kind of funny that they tried making this girl an astronaut astrophysicist whatever but they didn't actually bring her into space like I love the diversity of trying to diversify their roles and jobs but yeah this was my least favorite for sure I think
0: lately they've been doing a lot of women in STEM movies just to like you said diversify the the range of careers in the Hallmark Cinematic Universe, so I appreciate that. I think what det- detracted from this movie wasn't... Okay, I'm just going to be upfront because, you know, we're we're honest here. I, I just didn't like the fact that there was a kid in the movie. <laughs> I felt like she took away from any charm <laughs> this movie was starting to offer. I mean, I think our astrophysicist and Ryan Baby, they they had pretty okay chemistry, but there's just something about the brother and you see him, girl, that just, you know, you want them to be front and center. And I think he deserves his own movie in that way. Uh, Ryan did get his Timeless Christmas moment because he had that scene with a... He's in a blue sweater. And I remember that that from from a Timeless Christmas, really. So, yeah, cornflower blue sweater, yay. (laughs) Um, But... I think okay, grading on a curve when we talk about like the years that we've been doing this podcast, yeah. this, this movie wasn't bad. We've had a lot worse. So it was it was the worst of this week, but that's yeah. you know, that's not to say that it, it's bad exactly. at all. Exactly. It, it could be better. I think that if they had centered it on the brother instead of the, of the Ryan Pavey and and the lead girl, then maybe this could have been better. Otherwise, I'm happy with this women in STEM thing. I mean, yay for disabilities and all of that. Yeah. Like in center stage, that's, that's a pretty good thing. But I did not appreciate the child in this movie. I'm sorry, but no.
1: That's it, guys. We're sorry, but no. Um, <laughs> I guess this year's, um, uh, you know... Christmas naughty list, but yeah, it was okay. So Christmas, I mean, Under the Christmas Sky could have been better, but could have been worse. So you know what? I will count my blessings. All right. Shingai.
0: Let's move on to Checking It Twice. This was the launching movie for Countdown Mm -hmm. to Christmas starring Kim Matula and Kevin McGarry. A journeyman hockey player falls for a real estate agent in a career crisis when he's traded to her hometown and moves into the cottage in her hockey-loving family's backyard. This is
1: Scott Briggs. He just got traded here from the East Coast Hockey League. You know, we've got some of the best hockey fans in the country. Come on, ref! I could see that high stick from here! What do you think of your new town?
0: Learning that I have to volunteer for an entire week of Christmas activities. Two, three. Sometimes we don't know what makes us happy until it's standing right in front of us. So, what happens now? Um, I don't have a lot to say about this movie. Honestly, we've been watching Kevin McGarry for years now. And we hadn't gotten into the latest season of When Calls the Heart. But, like, I don't know. He hasn't really delivered, for me, in movies. They've always been kind of, like... Uh, Even when he was in that movie Yeah, with with Kayla It's like the chemistry wasn't there Two movies with Kayla
1: Two movies with Kayla Yeah
0: And so like I wasn't really expecting a lot I was expecting a lot of Kim Atula Who was Mm. in that magical realism movie From was that last year or two years ago?
1: Last year That was last year Last year
0: Okay Because she she, Mm. I like her She's charming So if anyone's doing the heavy lifting here I feel like it's Kim and not Kevin The good thing here is that like Patty always says, you know, you can watch two good-looking people do anything and it'll be okay. And you know, they 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 look good together on screen. Yeah. So they have that going for them. I did watch this at 1x speed, but I did turn away from the movie, as I do with all of Kevin Magari's movies. It's just not there's just not nothing compelling enough. And okay, we've seen hockey movies before Mm -hmm. the one with Niall Mater and Rachel A. Cook comes to mind that wasn't a Christmas movie as Patty pointed out to me but that was that was more I don't know that was more engaging for me this is a story we've seen a million times over and they just didn't give me enough to you know want to pay attention and see what's gonna happen next it's it's got your you know um, oh, he wants to play in Boise, and oh, she's from the big city <laughs> real estate agent. As for oh. the side characters, I like Kim Matula's best friend, who's like mm. an aspiring small town real estate agent. I think um, she brought something to the table. But honestly, mm. there, there really wasn't, nothing, wasn't anything great about this, but it felt like a good warm-up or lead-up to the bigger movies that would be coming, I guess, in
1: the weeks forward yeah you know what i think it's because i'm just so ready to be disappointed by the opening movies mm. i feel like every year the opening movie has just been like eh? what i liked about this movie was um kevin mcgarry's eyes <laughs> they were so blue oh <laughs> so- <laughs> i hadn't even noticed maybe because i wasn't looking <laughs> yeah. these are things that you only will notice if you're looking at the screen guy. so No, you know what? I I noted this as Kevin McGarry's best movie to date, but it's not saying much (laughs) because the rest of the movies have kind of sucked. And it's really sad because we do, I think I really like him in the Red Sarge. And I Mm. feel like without his Red Sarge and When Calls the Heart, like his star power goes down, which makes me sad because I'm a Kevin McGarry girl. Yeah. And so it, it, it breaks my heart that I can't, vouch for this movie more I did watch this movie with my sister her husband and one of their friends and they seem to be enjoying it so the, that's good really? I think I yeah they're also very easy to please I feel but mm. also maybe it made me think that maybe I'm also just like my standards are too high already when it comes to Hallmark movies which I don't Daddy never uh, really. settle <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> I'm not settling that's the thing that's the thing it's like we have been honed by what, like four seasons of Christmas movies that we've been talking about, and even more. And I think I know Hallmark can do better. I was just a little sad because Kim Matula did so well in Ghost of Christmas Past last year, that I was hoping for more here. But she wasn't bad. Kevin wasn't bad. Together, again, like I said, and you've quoted me, pretty people can do anything, and his eyes will always give me the feels. I thought it was funny when she said, like, me and my crazy family, but I'm like, your family wasn't that crazy, girl. Um, But that's fine, um, I also first put second thought that this was the same house as Unexpected Christmas. That's just me getting like flashbacks of all these houses that are not starting to blend into each other. Mm-hmm. I do appreciate how they tried to incorporate her family and her grandma. And like, I, I admit I got a bit teary eyed in the end when he did come back and in the airport when they. Did their exchange, you know, when, when he came back and, and saw her at the Store. Because that was where the meat cute was in the beginning. Which I thought was a cute meat cute of exchanging cards. Very
0: serendipity cards. of them.
1: Very, very mm-hmm. cute. And so I appreciate those details. But again, grading on a curve of Kevin McGarry's movies <laughs> is best to date. But on a curve of this week's movies, the middle movie. But on a curve of all of the Hallmark movies we've ever seen. This is mid at best. What and Kevin so, wins
0: at, I think, is hair. Yeah, my His God, hair that would always is. be excellent, even uh. if he is pretty mid,
1: <laughs> yeah, so you know what? Keep keep those eyes, keep that care, and mm. uh, we wish you all the best. Kevin, maybe next year is your year. it is not yet this year. You know what? If the next movie is any indication, you just need one movie to turn it around mm. because that is what happened with Mr. Michael Ray who stars in our last movie for this episode, Where Are You Christmas? From Countdown to Christmas, starring Lindsay Fonseca, Michael Rady, General O'Hare, and Julia Warner. Um, when Addie wishes for a year without Christmas, she wakes up in a world of black and white. She must work together with a town mechanic to restore Christmas. Christmas is never as simple. Sometimes I wish there was no Christmas. As black and white. What happened? We had an accident. Christmas? What is that? It's only your favorite holiday ever. Everything is gone. No one remembers Christmas. No one remembers what? We're running out of time. You don't understand what we're gonna lose if Christmas doesn't happen.
0: Why is everything in black and white? Don't freak out.
1: What happened to you?
0: I remember Christmas.
1: So uh, what uh, a trope of tropes, but also the wildest plot yet, I think. And I guess editing-wise, also the most difficult to do. Um, It's a big city, small town, kind of trope with some, throw in some deterrents in there. But in the plot of the century, um, or rather the uh, <laughs> editing mishap of the century, they decide to turn the whole thing black and white because where is Christmas? I thought it was cute in that Jim O'Hare, is he in the office? I forget which comedy he's in, but the dad who plays oh, her dad. is Parks in and Rec. Parks and Rec, there it's you go. Jerry.
0: Jerry,
1: exactly. He, Jerry is hilarious and here he was his grumpy dad that just wouldn't let up, you know, his daughter and kept guilt tripping her. And you know what? Sensitive dads represent. But really, having everybody black and white and then having them turn, like, into color was a really, really unexpected and pleasant surprise for me. It was a good way to kind of keep the plot moving forward, but also just visually. And again, Shingai wouldn't know this because her back was to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> but it was quite enjoyable. But I am sugarcoating... Um, everything because michael rady is in this movie you guys remember how a couple years back i didn't like michael rady and then the christmas blow came along and then i fell in love with michael rady and then i started missing michael rady and, and, and on Michael rady, <laughs> i know he was gone and now he's back with a beard and it's like it's like man of the woods i came back i'm the town mechanic i'm grumpy i don't like christmas i'm a grinch but oh boy, this is a hot Grinch. I really appreciated how he turned like, call into color like, pretty quickly. And obviously, this is how he and Lindsay and Tenseka bonded because they did things together. But when he dressed up in like, all black and white to kind of mask himself, I thought it was really cute and funny. And he did the comedy so well. Mm, um, he
0: did. He did. Yeah.
1: He like physical comedy, you know, and like he was grumpy. But then, you know, because he knows Christmas now, I'm OK, whatever. Super cute he has unearthed feelings in me that I didn't know I could have. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And so uh, I'm really appreciative of this. And so this is, I guess, less fun for Kevin McGarry, that it just takes one movie for me to completely turn my life around you. And uh, yeah, I think what, just call out one scene there. So spoiler alert, um, obviously the town becomes colored and Lindsay Ponseca is the last person left and, in her desperation to try to get back into color, she kisses Michael Reed, or she acts she can kiss him and then they kiss and it's kind of cute because I'm like, oh my God, consent, I love it and then they kiss and then she's like, oh, but I'm not black I'm not colored yet and then he, he kind of gets hurt that she mm-hmm. only kissed him because she wanted to get, you know, back into color but I'm like, dude, this girl is stressed the fuck out, like chill. The point is, it was cute and I liked how they kind of recreated it when she was back in color and they're just cute. Lindy Ponseca, our other magical realism girl, was a magical realism back-to-back twofer of ladies from last year. She's adorable. No complaints about her. I don't find her annoying. She can be a bit peppy, um, but, like, she pulls it off. So, yeah. I mean, as the best movie of the week, again, on the curve of this week, it was the most, I guess, enjoyable just because of that wild plot twist. I would say this is like the higher end of mid in the grander scheme of Hallmark movies. And I know we can do better. So it's just a good appetizer for what's to come.
0: You know, we've had magical realism year in, year out. And I think this is one of the better ones because, I mean, how many more, you know, time time machine kind of movies are we going to do? It's nice that they did a Pleasantville on this one and just approached it. Very differently, and then even showed like a, a little bit of a twist where the kiss didn't work. Um Grumpy Sunshine Grumpy versus Sunshine is always a nice dynamic. And I think Lindsay Fonseca is very she, she's quite she's adorable. I think she's the Katy Perry of of Hallmark, and I think she should appear in more movies, and yeah. Michael Rady should just um, start coming back because like he did. He did a good job in this one. It wasn't as dramatic yeah. as the Christmas bow, and oh, yeah. that was good because like we wanted. Mm. I think the way to do these magical realism movies, right, is to insert a lot of comedy yeah. in it, so that it's not so you know it's not It'll so be, saccharine. It's not. Yeah. It's not too. It's not too in your face, and I think that's why it was perfect that Jerry from Parks and Rec play the dad because he does comedy <laughs> so so well and you know that recall when you see him it's like oh jerry exactly uh, yeah so it was i i i agree with you it was the best of the week and mm. i think i think we can only expect better things judging from from the mix that we've had mm. for now
1: i hope <laughs> i hope i hope we're not drinking jinxing this i hope the best is yet to come i mean honestly i'll be real with you maybe this is me settling if the entire 40-plus movies are this, I wouldn't be angry, but I would, I would be disappointed in Hallmark, but I wouldn't be angry. Like, you know, it's, it's just like, okay, I'll be wrapping gifts or I'll be doing chores while I do this, right? So yeah. my back will be to the TV, but I won't be like, what is that? I forget uh, if I only had a um, uh, the CCB, you know, Wizard of Oz yeah, yeah, movie. Wizard I think. Of which Oz, is Oz. Like, yeah, it, or it won't be Brooklyn that. Or
0: Brooklyn movie. There's so many that <laughs> really angered us. And
1: that's a why lot. this is nice. This, this, I like this. <laughs> benign. Give mm-hmm. me benign any day of the week. I hope it's not three benign movies. But again, we don't know. But based on what we're seeing in the Wikipedia, we have a lot to be excited about with the pairings. You know, really good to be back in your ears. And I guess thanks for joining us. But we're not ending yet. Because as you know, when we're back, we have our favorite segment of the episode. We have... Merry kill after the break
0: And here it is the moment I've been personally waiting for our very first <gasps> countdown yeah. to Christmas Merry kill You know the rules there's one we we're going to kill off and one we like fuck and one we're each going to marry So let's start off with our kill I'm gonna go ahead and say, uh, and this goes with our ranking. I'm just kidding, Ryan PV, because I think he has to stick up his ass in this movie. He looks good, but you know, looks aren't everything. Apparently,
1: wow, look at this girl! You know, putting substance over you know, just like the facade of hotness. Sorry, I'm killing Jessica Parker Kennedy. She wasn't (gasps) as annoying as any of the other girls I've killed. I'll I'll admit that. I do not hate this girl, but I couldn't bring myself to kill Ryan Bay because uh, he's still kind of cute. I'm so superficial. Clearly between the two of us, we know who has, Depth here, it is Chingai And I am... And this, I am and this is a This uh, a Christmas miracle in itself. But no, mm-hmm. I mean, we have to kill someone from that movie. I didn't want it to be Ryan. But since you're killing Ryan, I'm killing her. Great. The movie is gone. Wonderful. <laughs> we can move on. It wasn't, guys, again. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was an okay movie, just the worst of the bunch. Okay, okay cool. For Who are fucks. we? Fuck!
0: We're not killing off um, Under the Christmas Sky completely because I'm going to fuck the STEM brother. Who was very charming and cute I liked him
1: Oh my god Well, you know what? Honestly, the STEM brother was so charming He kind of gives me like um Ronnie Rowe Jr. vibe Yes, absolutely And I want him to have his own Hallmark movie Because Mm -hmm. he's kind of deserving Mm -hmm. And yeah, let's do it Um, I approve of your thoughts um, as you know who I'm fucking, you know who I'm fucking, um, I'm fucking Kevin McGarry. Because no matter how terrible his movies are, here is my superficial self just being like, but I wouldn't say no, you know, um, the hair, the eyes, the fact that he was in a hockey team, the fact that he was aggressive, the fact that he was mentoring the younger boys and like swallowing his pride and ready to coach and just, oh, oh my God, he was hot. He was pop in that movie. <laughs> you can watch it on mute and just stare into his blue eyes and you will be good. And honestly, yes. So uh, fucking Kevin McGarry. We'll fuck him till the day I die. Um, Yes, yes, yes. And more yes. I think,
0: I think we don't need to speculate on who you're marrying. <laughs> I, 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 I think I know.
1: <laughs> who are you marrying, Chingai?
0: Okay. Um, I typed one name And maybe was kind of sold on it until I looked through my notes and found someone else lingering Ah. in the sidelines. Okay, initially, I said I would marry Kevin McGarry. And, you know, (laughs) for all the reasons that you spoke of, yes, absolutely. But I did mention in my notes and did not mention in our discussion, Pierre, the other (laughs) member of the hockey team, who to me looks a little bit like a Kevin Jonas. I had just seen the Joe Bros (laughs) (laughs) in concert. And so I'm still in a little bit of a high from that. And so, yeah, I'm going to marry Pierre. I don't know anything about his personality. And that's my non-logical self speaking
1: right now. <laughs> you know what? I, I like this. It's just like a married that first sight kind of thing. And <laughs> you know what? Um, kudos to you. It is our first marry of too many Marys. We're going to be doing this piece then, So go for it, girl. This is an uh, open community, and you will have more (laughs) weddings to attend in the future. Um, I, of course, as you guys have probably not realized, have been betrothed, have married in the past, and will continue to marry Michael Raby um, in all his beard, really crufty glory. Um, Yes, he's a vet. Yes, he's got some curts. Yes, do I need to cure him? Most likely. But I think I am the woman for that job. I know you can't change someone, and they'll have to change themselves but I wouldn't mind <laughs> holding his hand as he tries to work through his issues. Mm-hmm. There's some PTSD there. There's some internal hurt. But I don't mind waking up to that. He's just so cute. And, like, he'll take care of you. Like, the way he takes... Number one, I'm terrible with cars. I don't mm-hmm. even drive anymore here. But I feel like if I did have to drive, he would get me out of a rut any anytime. He would know how to check my oil and all that. You know, check under the hood, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, marrying Michael Ragey in Now and Forever, um, yes, you're all invited to our wedding. <laughs> I
0: support that. I mean, you'll marry him again and again, and I will again again and again.
1: again. And again. <laughs> so, guys, I, I'm, I'm apologizing in advance, or rather belatedly. If our audio sounds terrible, it's because I'm recording this just with my AirPods and without my mic in the middle of, like, a Harry's on a... You know, it's a quiet afternoon in Singapore, but I'm in a public space, and this is a bit wild for us. But life, like I said, has gotten in the way of things, and we wanted to make sure we recorded this as soon as we could, um, because it's going to be a lot of Hallmark movies to come. So we thank you for joining us, and thanks for your patience. It will be a bit better after this, hopefully, but we're excited for you to join us on our next few episodes. You guys, thanks for having me. See you, me you all again. next week.
0: Thank you, Patty. This has been fun. We have a lot to look forward to, including our private personal Voldem- Voldemort is coming on the scene next week. So, oh my god, I'm excited for
1: that. Excited for he who shall not be named, and excited to see the rest of "Countdown Christmas, the Christmas" and "Miracles of Christmas." If you're not following us on our socials, we are but make it hallmark on instagram and at make it hallmark on twitter i refuse to call it x (laughs) and we'll see you guys next time merry Merry Christmas. christmas